Yeah. Uh. It's savings one on one. You feel me? Welcome Wealth Builders to Cafe Moolah, your spot for wealth building information, wisdom, and a pep talk. This is 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. This is podcast number seven. Develop and expand your creative thinking. And you can't go anywhere without thinking. And you can't think well without being creative. I am your host, James Marshall, a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. We are a registered investment advisory firm registered in Texas and Kentucky. For over 30 years, I have been educating, advising and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. But today I'm going to share my knowledge with you and all it'll cost you is an open mind. This is a series of podcasts that are based on my book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. And if you don't have a copy, I'll tell you how to get one at the end of the show. I'll be talking about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, some physical, and yes, some spiritual. At the bottom of the day, you'll leave with some knowledge and knowledge is wealth. So why do you want to listen? Well, you want to listen to this podcast series because it will advance your thinking about money and wealth, how you get it, how to protect it, and how to pass it on. So if you want to grow, protect, or pass on your finances, you need to be listening and listening often. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having a choice of beverages, clear your mind, purify your thoughts, and let's have at it. You know, not many things ever happen that was not first a dream. Said, Imagination is the beginning of creation. You imagine what you desire. George Bernard Shaw said, Imagination is the beginning of creation. You imagine what you desire. You will what you imagine. And at last, you create what you will. So in episode seven, we're going to talk about the concept of creative thinking. I tried to commit to creative thinking and visualization a few times each month. As a matter of fact, a few times each day. If I don't take time to free my mind of the day-to-day grind and escape to a place I want to take my life, I fear that I might lose my mind. I mean, you've got to step away from the chaos to see clearly. It's hard to have a new thought in an old place. Sometimes you have to kind of go to a location that bigger than your present situation. I like to go somewhere that's relaxing and that reflects the lifestyle of what I want for myself and my family. You know, some people say fake it till you make it. I just say, you know, surround yourself in the lifestyle that you want and perhaps rent that lifestyle until you can afford to own it. Just submerge yourself in the world that you want to live in. And we're going to talk about creative thinking and how it can be achieved and maintained. And we're going to talk to uh, someone who can help us achieve that. But first, our financial knowledge from A to Z. Today, we explore the letter G and G is for growth stock. Growth stock. Growth stock is common stock or stock in a company that has an opportunity to grow once you invest money in it and earn more than the opportunity cost for the capital. So what you put in grows to a higher amount. What you put in being your principal and the growth of the stock being the money that you make on the investment or your return. Basically, when you invest in growth stocks, you're buying into where you're going to be in the future. As Wayne Gretzky once said, skate to where you think the puck is going to be. So you're buying a stock at 10 you're hoping it's going to grow to 50 or 70. So what you need is discipline and time on your side for a growth stock 
to work in your favor. Now, this is different from a value stock where you're investing for stability, safety, and income. Here, you don't have much growth, but you do receive income. You're basically being paid to wait for the stock to to grow if it does grow any. With growth stocks, you forego that of the potential income. You forego the safety for the potential for a higher price at a later date. Got that? So the word of the day, growth stock. Now, creative thinking. Creative thinking is used in almost all disciplines, but perhaps the one we most associated with is art. So today, I have invited to the podcast one of the country's most respected artists and a community visionary. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Leonard Freeman. Artist extraordinaire, and we're talking about this whole concept of creative thinking. Now, Mr. Freeman, I have a couple questions. First of all, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. Okay. How'd you get into uh, the world of art? I really started drawing when I was about five years old. My aunt, my great aunt, had the duty of keeping me while my mother worked mm-hmm. and, uh, during the day before I started school. Well, I, I talked too much. <laughs> so she had to find things for me to do so I quit talking to her so much. Mm-hmm. I remember how frustrated she used to get. I'd ask all kinds of questions. And uh, when she couldn't answer them, she just put me, set me down and put a pencil in my hand and, and uh, told me to draw various things, flowers, a brick, you know, anything that she could think of, you know. So that's what got me started. And uh, actually, life didn't lead me in that direction, though, because I, I went until I was uh, 30 years old before I got serious about, about drawing. I was always acknowledged as being able to draw very well. And I don't think I quite grasp the performance of what that was all about. Because everybody can't draw very well. It made me an individual, but I didn't, I didn't realize what it meant. Uh, and it wasn't until I, I actually made my mind up after I had a, bout, a long bout with alcohol and drugs and gave my life to the Lord, where I started reading the Bible and understanding that God didn't intend for me to be an alcoholic or a drug addict. He intended for me to paint beautiful pictures that would uh, grace people's walls and their hearts. Mm-hmm. After I started understanding that, I started being, becoming serious about okay. about painting and drawing. How did you become such a creative person? I think we're all creative. I think we all have talents and uh, we all have things to offer the world, but we're, we've been uh, held back by our own fears, our, our fear of ridicule, uh, failing, and that's all part of the human condition. Once you start understanding who you are, then you can be who you are. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean that if you don't know that, that you're made in a wonderful way, that you could only have been created by a good God, you know, that this didn't just happen. Once you look at that and you realize, yes, I, I am important. I do have some things to offer. And then you can free yourself because you're the one who needs to be free. Mm. You can free yourself to allow your mind to wander uh, in the places that it normally wouldn't go. Mm. The, the beauty of creativity is it's in God's heart. Well, speaking of that, you say letting your mind wander. Yes. Uh, how do you, as a professional artist, uh, a lot of us are creative, but we're not professionals. We don't make money at it. But how do you separate being creative from being a daydreamer? Wow. It's amazing. A person that was formerly in my life, who isn't anymore, told me, the problem with you is you're a dreamer. Hmm. And I thought to myself, how foolish, because yes, I'm a dreamer. I'm an artist. <laughs> yes. I am a dreamer, and that's what makes the, the paintings that I do. I, I dream and, and I paint them. You have to free yourself from your inhibitions 
and your fears and your fears of failure in particular. And even I still have to do it, even though I paint and draw very well. And I, my the success of my paintings is in the message that comes through with the painting. Uh, plus the fact that I'm very careful about making things quote unquote right, make them look right. Mm -hmm. And I haven't really figured out what that means yet. Mm. But apparently other people do because they like my paintings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's more than a notion, I imagine, this whole ideal of being uh, afraid to fail or keeping yourself from being afraid to fail. It's more than a notion. I mean, how does one do that consistently? Well, I do it. I mean, I'm, everybody doesn't feel the same way I do. Or if they do, they don't know it. But I, I do it through prayer. To understand that there is a another world beyond the physical world where I can tap into, mm -hmm. uh, and I call it God's heart. I mean, you know, uh, I try to see things the way He sees the beauty of things. You know, uh, although the world can be very ugly when we think about mm, all the things that happen, but then there are good things that happen too. I, I think that you can tap into that by simply being still sometimes, and as I said, let your mind. When I say wander, that's not quite the right word, but well, lack of a better word, you have to allow yourself to, to be free to see what God is saying and hear what he's saying to you uh, in that moment of creativity, as we call it, you know, which I call recreativity. Because everything that we put together, we get from elements that are already here. We don't, we don't make anything. We don't bring anything into existence. God has already done that. And once it's in existence, then man, of course, is set here to rule over the, the earth. And so we can take those elements and do what we want with it. Here's the thing. Whether we see it or not, there's value in everything God has done. It's still there. Yeah, and if we study it, which is what, you know, being creative is all about, if we study it, then we can, we can see it, or we can feel it, or we can sense it. We'll know it's there, and we'll put our hands into it, mm -hmm. and uh, it puts the human element in that causes other people to be able to see it. And that's what it is with, with people. We have everything we do that we call talents, so forth. We put our own efforts into it, which causes other people to be able to relate to it mm -hmm. and to like it or dislike it. I, I think the same thing I know with my paintings. I feel like a little bit of me is in every one of the paintings I do. Mm. That the spirit that's in me relates to the spirit of the per person who's looking at it. If they like it, then it's good. If they don't like it, that's good too. Mm. Because it still serves a purpose. Fearless in your approach towards creativity? No, I'm humble. Humble, okay. I'm humble. I've already, I've, I tried that fearless, which also is called arrogance. <laughs> I tried that before, you know, thinking that I'm a great artist, you know. Whatever I paint, people are going to buy it, you know. Mm. That, that didn't last too long, because that's a foolish way to think. Mm. Uh, I'm just a vessel that uh, this, this talent flows through. It's not mine. It's on loan. Mm. I'm the steward of it. Mm. I have to be very responsible with it. And it's one thing that I've, I've taught younger artists that I talk to, that they are responsible for what they paint. A painting is much more than even a book or a piece of music, because it's there. It's right in front of you. It's in your face. And uh, you can see it. And by seeing it, you know, you open your soul up and it becomes a part of you. That's why some people will stand in front of a painting and just start crying. Because they really do see and feel and sense what the artist was trying to do, even sometimes when the artist doesn't.
doesn't know what they were trying to do. It just comes out because it's in them. It's already in them. I don't think you can teach someone to draw where everybody would, would agree with and say it's good, you know? That whole drawing thing is like anything else. It's, it's like dancing. It's like Michael Jordan shooting a basketball. Mm. You know, it's like a, a great running back running the ball. I mean, you know, the sweetness. You know, when he's running down, running, running for a touchdown, and he doesn't run like anybody else. He didn't run like anyone else. He had his own way of doing it. That's all part of the individual uh, and the talents that God has given to that individual. It's kind of like finding your voice. Yes. Knowing what your voice is, your right. rhythm. Right, with right. Your rhythm. Exactly right. Now, now, let me ask you now. This whole concept is about wealth. When you think of wealth and creativity, what comes to mind? Wouldn't you say that if you are creative and you are, if you allow creative thought to enter into your mind, does it open up opportunities for you to do things that might bring you wealth? Of course it does, yes. Because you're, you're bringing something to the world that wasn't there, you know, which always has a demand within itself, you know, mm-hmm. creates demand within itself. And so that uh, creating of demand also makes opportunity for making money. Mm-hmm. If you have something that other people don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that when we say the word wealth, the first thing, people start forming their opinions. It's automatically form opinions about the person who's supposedly wealthy mm-hmm. or about uh, the idea of having a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like some people would win the lottery. They win $5 million and two years from now they don't have any right. money. Right, right. So it's fleeting. Wealth is fleeting. It's not something we can depend upon. Mm-hmm. And I also think about the fact that what the Bible is very, very the Bible is very true in what it says about, about money. That we, most of us don't have control of ourselves when we're dealing with money. Mm-hmm. It is the love of money mm-hmm. that is the root of all evil. Not money, you know, uh, but people seem to have a way of falling in love if there's a mm-hmm. lot of money involved. And then it's hard for them to control themselves and do the right thing. Right, right. And I look at it as though wealth is many things. It's not always just a set amount of money, but it's a wealthy way of thinking, a wealthy way of being. That's good. You know, it's kind of like if if the mind can conceive it, the body can achieve it. Right. So when I think of creativity as it relates to wealth, that's the way I think. If you can conceive something and God has given you the ability already, the fact that he put it in your head means that you can bring it to fruition if you have the discipline and the wherewithal to do so. I think it's a good thing that you and I have met, sir. <laughs> That's good thinking. That's good thinking. It's not you're not selfish. It's just, you know, and it's not the whole idea that the adage that uh, if, uh, if you work, you should be paid. Amen to that. Well, listen, I want to thank you for taking the time to have lunch with me today. Thank you, sir. We had a nice lunch. I think I had a, a really healthy salad. Great. Yours look healthy as well. Yes, it was. And we're going to take this, this food and let it nourish our mind and our souls, and we're going to push forward. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much, Mr. Freeman. All right. Thank you, Brother Freeman, for your pearls of knowledge. We greatly appreciate it. And a lot of people don't think of creative thinking as a key part of building wealth, but it is. So hopefully we said something that they can use. Alrighty, Dottie. Podcast number seven of 100 is in the bag, and hopefully your knowledge was increased by listening. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com, marshallyourmoney.com, and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can sign up for a free copy of my book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets, as well as choose one of our other books, A Fool in His Money, The Financial Education of Anthony Fool, 
or wealth, unlocking the secrets of black family prosperity. Once you're on that website, you can also listen to our other podcasts and like the podcast and follow it on podbean.com. And of course, check us out on one of our social media channels, Facebook, Black Family Wealth at Facebook.com, Twitter, James Marshall, uh, Marshall Wealth, and LinkedIn and Instagram, Marshall Wealth at Instagram. So I'm sure one of those channels of information will give you something that you need to continue your quest of building wealth. So until next time, keep building wealth. Take care. Uh, it's saving one on one, you feel me? I teach you how to save. You earn your money, you earn your money. I know you can. I teach you how to save. Don't waste your money, but bank your money.